welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. The 16th chapter of Mark tells the story of the amazing events that happened to Jesus' tomb when he was resurrected. The angel told the women, There be not affrighted. Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth. He is risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they laid him, but go your way. Tell his disciples and Peter that he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall ye see him, as he said unto you. The early Christians taught us that Mark wrote his gospel under Peter's tutelage. Accordingly, Mark records some things passed over by the others, of which this verse is a compelling example. Matthew, who also reports the angel's words, has only tell his disciples. Mark adds the words which must have come like healing balm to the bruised heart of the denier, tell his disciples and Peter. To the others, it was of little importance that his name should have been named then. To him it was life from the dead. And on that same day, the risen Christ granted him an interview about which not a syllable of detail is found in any gospel, though the fact is known to the whole body of the disciples. For when the two friends who had met Christ at Emmaus came back in the night with their amazing story, their eagerness to tell their joyful news was met by the eagerness of the brethren to tell their wonderful story. The Lord is risen indeed and hath appeared to Simon. Paul, too, gives that meeting when the Lord was alone with the penitent, the foremost place in his list of the evidences of Christ's resurrection. He was seen of Cephas. What passed then is hidden from all eyes. The secrets of that hour of deep contrition and healing love, Peter kept privately curtained from sight in the innermost room of his heart. But we may be sure that then forgiveness was sought and granted, and the bond that fastened him to his Lord was mended together again where it had snapped and made the stronger. Peter was an apostle and had been called to fulfill a ministry. To do it, the man must be first reunited to his Savior, then is time enough to see about reinstating the apostle to his office. In secrecy, not seen by any, the personal act of restoration to love and friendship took place, and then in public, before his brethren, who were rightly concerned in his official position, but not in his personal relation to his Lord, the reappointment of the pardoned disciple rather of to his apostleship took place. His sin had had a public aspect, and his threefold denial must, insofar as it was an outward act, be purged by his threefold confession. Then he became again Peter, not merely Simon Bar-Jonas, and as the book of Acts shows, never ceased to hear the divine commissions, feed my sheep, follow me, nor ever forget the lessons he had learned in those bitter hours of self-loathing, and in the rapturous moments when again he saw his Lord. And so we see the triumph over sin of Christ's forgiving love. If we try to share the apostle's black thoughts during the interval between his denial and the resurrection morning, We shall feel better what this love token from the grave must have been to him. His natural character, as well as his real love for his master, ensured that his lies could no longer content him. They were uttered so vehemently because they were uttered in spite of inward resistance. Overpowered by fear, beaten down from all his vainglorious self-confidence by a serving maid's sharp tongue, he lied 
And then came the rebound. The same impulsive vehemence which had hurried him into the failure would swing back to quick penitence when the rooster crowed and Jesus' majestic face, turning slowly from before the judgment seat with a sorrow of wounded love upon it, silence say, silently rather said, Remember, we can imagine how that bitter weeping which began so soon grew more passionate and more bitter when the end came. This poor, warm-hearted penitent had to think what his very last act to the Lord had been, such an act of cowardice, and that his memory of that dear face was to be forever saddened by that last look. Into this sorrow came the glad news that all was not ended. He soon had his personal word of reconciliation. Jesus' love is stronger than death. You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.